Hey everyone, welcome to the Prince of Peace podcast, where our aim is to help you live and love like Jesus. I'm Lauren Hlaud, one of the pastors of Prince of Peace. We're glad that you're here and we hope you enjoy. Good morning. This weekend begins the season of Advent, a new church year for Christians all around the world, where we fix ourselves around these two, these, these, these two realities, where we prepare ourselves once again to celebrate Christ among us, the story of Christ born in a manger. And we remember on the one hand how God's faithful people throughout generations, how they were waiting and longing for a savior, for a Messiah to be born among them. And we certainly know that this season of Advent, this month of December leading up to December 25th, um, we are focused on preparing our hearts to celebrate Christmas again. But Christians during the season of Advent are also expectantly waiting for Christ to come again. Advent is always both of those realities. And so we begin with Luke chapter 21, words from Jesus about the second coming of the Son of Man, of Christ. We're told that the whole world will be awakened to this reality of the Son of Man coming in the clouds, but Christ says, even though through this sort of stark um, imagery, to stand up and raise your heads, let that light that is coming into the world shine upon you, for your redemption is drawing near. Now, we say this sort of jokingly, but I think we can all nod our heads in a little bit of acknowledgement with it. I know I found myself this year more than once saying, Lord, come quickly. Come, Lord, quickly, come. (laughs) We need help. The world is out of control. My life feels out of control. People seem out of control. Come, Lord, quickly, come. Now, we can joke about that, but a part of our Christian faith that we proclaim week in and week out is that Christ has died, Christ is risen, Christ will come again. Advent is just as much for us about the Christ who will come again as it is about the Christ who came in a manger. And yet we know that during the season of Advent in the Latin, Adventus, which means literally coming or the arrival of, we know that a lot of other things culturally start to arrive in our society. I don't know about you, but the day after Thanksgiving, I woke up a little bit you know, hung over from turkey and mashed potatoes and pumpkin pie, a little more bloated than normal, and it took me a little while to get out of bed on that Friday after Thanksgiving, and I opened my phone up to look at my emails, and I think I had close to a hundred of them. Why would that be? Oh, yeah, because right after Thanksgiving, we have the arrival of this really wonderful celebration called Black Friday. Ad after ad after ad. We know that as 
Christians celebrate the arrival of the Advent season, the world is experiencing something else. A heightened, increased awareness of our economic engine to buy, buy, buy. We're sold in so many different ways. And I clicked on a few of those emails. I don't even do a whole lot of online shopping, but somehow my email is on all of these, these companies. And so many of them said, Christmas is coming. The holidays are right around the corner. Get your shopping in now. Some of them even referenced the supply chain to, to make you know that you know, there's some scarcity here, right? We, we might run out, so you better buy right now your perfect gift. It's on sale, 70% off, 50% off. Buy now, two for one. And as I was reading through some of these emails and these ads, my anxiety level started to creep up. Do you see the paradox that we live in as people of faith? Advent is to be the season for us as God's people where we slow down, where we get in touch with our hearts. We get in touch with all of those things inside of us for which we long, for which we hope for, remembering that God's people have had a long suffering, slaves in Egypt for 400 years, generation after generation awaiting for a true king, Christ the king, the prince of peace to come and set them free, not just physically but spiritually. It's the season for us where we're supposed to do some truth telling about the ways in which we are caught up in our own sin. And yet, it can so easily be overtaken by the messages all around us that swirl in society I felt that tension this year a whole lot. So as we began to think about how we would orient our community here at Prince of Peace this Advent, we thought of participating in the Advent Conspiracy. It's a movement that has been around for about a decade now. Churches all across the world and across the country have participated in, in this initiative to do Advent as it was intended to be done, with great meaning with great reflection. So to tee up the Advent Conspiracy, I actually want to show the trailer video for what we're talking about here. So Mike, will you guys put the video on? So this is our invitation this Advent to really focus as God's people on what it means to be Christians, to be followers of Jesus in a world that is so dominated by other values and other priorities I was working out the other day at my gym and our trainer, he and I have become really good buddies, close friends. And he knows that I'm a pastor and some of the people there know that I'm in the work of ministry. And as I was finishing up my workout on Saturday morning, early morning, he said, what are you doing today? And I said, well, I have to put the finishing touches on my sermon. And he looked at me and he said, what, what is a sermon? And I looked at him and I said, Really? And he said, yeah, what, what is a sermon? And a few other people at the gym that I was working out with like kind of turned their ears and like, yeah, yeah, what, what, what's a sermon? And I said, you know, it's the part of the Christian worship service where um, I would get up and I would, I would unpack God's word, I would preach, I would teach. I would. He's like, um, what happens in worship? What is worship? And it was this... A uh, stark reminder for me that 
that we live in a world where not everybody knows what worship is, what a sermon is. Not everybody has heard God's word. Now, this isn't in judgment to my trainer. He's an amazing person who, um, who's spiritually very hungry and a, a very remarkable person, but it was this reminder for me that, that he knows what Christmas is and the season because of what culture has told him the season is about. What would it mean for, for me as a pastor, as a disciple, you, us, to really live out our faith in the season where most of the world culturally is attuned on the fringe to something related to Christ, but maybe they've never really discovered the true meaning of Christmas. And so for us, our invitation week one is to really orient ourselves around what it means to worship fully. To fully worship. And yesterday morning at the gym, he, he said, well, what is worship like? What, is it, what would it be like if I came to your church? And it was surprisingly challenging to describe a worship service to somebody who has no frame of reference for what worship is. And I said, well, we, we gather together you know, from different homes and different households and different parts of the city. We, we gather as one body, as one community. We, we come with our differences, with different struggles and different stresses, but, but we all gather every week. And then during the service, we orient ourselves around God's word. And we do that in a lot of different ways, I said. We, we certainly hear the word read from scripture. We sing the word through song. We pray, and we do a little bit of proclamation even through our prayers, and then certainly I give that thing I call the sermon, the preaching of the word. And after the word, we, we gather around a meal. He said, a meal? Like, what, what do you eat? <laughs> I said, well, we eat Jesus. <laughs> what? Yeah, the body and blood communion. He said, well, what's communion? I've never heard of communion said it's where we, we take the bread and the wine. We remember the last meal Jesus shared before his disciples, before he was arrested and crucified. We share that meal. We break that bread. We, we pour that wine. And we believe that we take, we take in God's forgiveness. We take in God's grace. Christ physically becomes a part of us. And then at the end of that, we're sent. We're sent out into the world to really live out our mission to spread hope and peace and joy and love and grace. We gather, we hear the word, we're fed at a meal, and we're sent out. And so this season, I said, my, my topic is about worshiping fully. He said, so what, what you must mean by that is, you know, you guys are really going to do it. Worship fully, like loud music, and do you sing louder? Do you pray harder? What do you mean by worship fully? And I said, you know, that's exactly what I've been thinking about. I think when we first hear worshiping fully, we might be led to think that we need to sing louder or pray harder or come more often. We're going to fully worship. But I had a conversation with him, and I shared with some of my close friends at the gym. They, they know about Luke our son, and I said, you know, I've been thinking a lot about my own heart 
and my own journey in worship over the last year. I said it was one year ago that Luke was born. And the very first time I experienced Prince of Peace's live stream worship was from the hospital at Children's Hospital. Luke had just been born and we were taken over to Children's Hospital in the NICU because of his complications. And Pastor Jonathan and Lily were live streaming the first week of Advent worship. And I said, I've been thinking about how this last year in in worship, it really began for me watching that live stream from the hospital room that my heart has felt really heavy in worship. And I said, honestly, if I'm, if I'm honest with you, you know, sometimes when I go to worship or when I lead worship, I don't feel like worshiping. My heart doesn't feel worshipful. I don't feel like I have full prayers or full songs to give to God because my heart's been grieving or aching because it's a human heart. And so I said, I started thinking about my message today about worshiping fully as being fully human in the act of worship. Not worshiping with great pomp and circumstance, but fully bringing the complexities of my heart into worship. That's what I think our invitation is as we begin this Advent season. It's to fully be who you are, with your joys and your fears, with your sorrows and your pain, The reality is we have been through a lot in the last couple of years. You've probably been through trials personally that nobody else knows about. Maybe not even your spouse or your best friend. We've certainly been through a lot together communally. How is your heart doing? How is your mind? You can bring all of that into this space. Bring your full self this Advent into worshipful acts, knowing that you don't need to conjure up a prayer you might not have, but that you can bring your authentic self before God, trusting and hoping that God's word will do its work. Because we're told in Luke chapter 21 that heaven and earth will pass away, but God's word never will. And I really do believe that it's God's word proclaimed through song, through preaching, through prayer that has the ability to break down our hardened hearts. Luther said it this way. It's Christ's word alone. It's Christ's grace alone. It has the power to to orient us and to fill us with hope again. So this Advent, may you worship fully but may you do so exactly how you are, trusting that God will meet you in the middle of that and make all things new. Amen. Thanks for tuning in to the Prince of Peace podcast. I hope that today's message has brought comfort and inspiration to your life. Have a great rest of the week.